forgot that I have ginger beer in there and it's like stabbing my throat and I, I wasn't expecting it. I I... <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it just was recording right when you were like, oh. <laughs> timing good timing all right so hello <laughs> my name is margo <laughs> and i'm amberly welcome to the Tarian tirade special <laughs> autumn equinox slash maybon slash harvest home slash michael mass slash it's fall y'all edition of the hearth and hedge yes <laughs> this is the hearth and hedge you are not in the wrong place you are not well i mean maybe you are but you're welcome yeah if you are in the wrong place then stick around and see if you like it yeah for sure so today is the autumn equinox it's the first day of fall uh it's pretty exciting um did you do anything today for the special occasion. No. I did not. I actually didn't even remember that it was the autumn equinox until about 10 o'clock this morning. That's still early. Yeah. But then by then I was at the office and I was like, well, mm -hmm. that sucks. So, no, I haven't done anything. How about you? Um, not specifically for the autumn equinox because since we decided that we were going to do this recording today and mm -hmm. uh, previous to this recording, Amberly and I did some scheduling. We have to sit down every once in a while and figure out, you know, what the hell we're doing on this show um, and what we're going to do in the future. So since we decided we were going to do that today, I kind of mentally decided that all, all the autumn equinox celebration and ritual and activities are going to happen tomorrow and Saturday, I guess. Um, but one thing I did do today, um, and this is kind of funny. So uh, it's rainy here today. Mm -hmm. So my husband um, does not work um, when it rains a lot. He does a lot of work uh, out in the roads. Uh, they do um, traffic control and rerouting traffic for construction and all those things. Mm -hmm. um, so when it rains a lot, he's either stuck in you know, the office slash warehouse, or he's home. And <laughs> I've been having a really hard time finding the time to put decorations out in the house. And I love to decorate for fall. And I mean, every room in the house gets fall decorations. That's awesome. But I, ha but I haven't been able to do it. And now it is the 22nd of September. So what I typically do is for the month of September, I put out fall decorations. Then for the month of October, I decorate for Halloween and Samhain. Mm -hmm. Then for the month of November, it's fall decorations again, because to me, like Thanksgiving doesn't get enough play and I love those fall decorations. So I bust mm -hmm. it back out again until um, pretty much the month of December. And then I celebrate for Yule, the winter solstice and all that. So... The whole point is I pretty much goofed and missed my opportunity to do the fall decorations in, in September and decided today I'm just going to bust out all the Halloween decorations. Sweet. So I told my husband, I was like, I know why you're home from work today. And he was like, me too. It's because of the rain. I was like, no, no, no. There's another reason why it rained and you had to be home with me. 
And he's like, what do you need me to do? (laughs) I was like, you are here to help bring up all the bins of Halloween decorations from the basement. So I spent the day decorating the house for Halloween, um, which involves a good bit of fall decorations, too. So I kind of got I got into it. I got into it. Nice. That's awesome. But that's pretty much all I've done so far. Um, But tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to get cracking on the celebrations and the ritual and I'm pretty excited for it. That's great. Yeah. The only thing I've done as far as decoration goes is I pulled out my black chargers that go on the table, you know, like under your plates. So those are on the table. That's as far as I've gotten. Hey, that's a step. It is a step. I like that. Black chargers. That's probably very pretty. Yeah. I actually uh, bought them from a friend who had like a super goth wedding. Cool. So I've never been to a super goth wedding, but I would absolutely love it so hard. Yeah. So um, I I talk about Barbara all the time. Uh, Her daughter, Silka, had a goth wedding. and I, I wasn't there because it was down in Georgia, but Barbara spent so much time making Silka's dress. And it, it was absolutely like one of the most beautiful dresses I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a nude color. But then over that was this amazing black lace that Barbara like bedazzled. Oh my God. It was the most gorgeous dress. I love black lace. Yeah. Fucking my wedding amazing. dress was white lace. <laughs> I love lace, but um, I did the I did the classic white wedding dress. I love my wedding dress. is is beautiful. Yeah, to anyone out there who's doing the goth wedding and having doubts about whether or not you should go classic instead, no, follow your heart. Do it. That's right. I Absolutely. Love Absolutely. I love so much. Yeah, and then share pictures with us. <laughs> yeah. uh, or invite me. And I'll even marry you because I'm ordained. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I would absolutely love it. I have yet to uh, officiate. And I'm just, I mean, I'm not really actively trying to either. It would have to be like someone who knows me because it's not like I'm really putting putting it out there. But right. uh, I am really looking forward to the day that I officiate my first wedding or hand fasting. Um, it'll be like a major, it's a major goal for me. For sure. I was just about to yell, can somebody handle the dogs? But I hear the the kibble being poured. Dude. <laughs> Is that why he's barking? Because he's telling someone to feed him? He's, he's saying, yeah, I need a thing. He's nothing if not uh, communicative. So what are you drinking? Um, ginger beer. I just had a... Um, interesting reaction i uh i have this it's it's a it's ginger beer it's non-alcoholic ginger beer um but it tastes exactly the same as you know your regular ginger beer uh but it was sitting on the table long enough that i forgot that it was ginger beer and i took a drink of it and i was not expecting the way ginger beer 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 the way ginger beer feels in your throat when it goes Mm -hmm. down and i was like oh but I love ginger. It's just you just have to be prepared for the tingles, I guess. The stabby stabbies. The stabby stabbies, yeah. What are you drinking? Um, I am actually drinking it's called hop tea. It's by Hoplark. And it's this is the Thai basil one. It looks Ooh. like fizzy water. Uh, but it's so freaking good. 
And this particular one doesn't taste like beer, but a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. And they're non-alcoholic. It's just a tea. It's a fizzy tea, you know. But this one is kind of flowery. It's it really great. yummy. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, I, I Where did you happened them? upon them accidentally. Uh, my, my friend had some delivered to his old address, which happens to be where I work. And he asked me to forward it on to him. And so then I was looking for it. And I got some for my husband from the uh, health food store. And we tried it and we liked it. Nice. So, yeah, it's really good. And it's a great non-alcoholic, you know, tastes like a beer kind of thing. And it has no calories. So that's a win. I like that. Yeah. I have a question for you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Should I be scared? No, no, no. Um, the, according to a source, wait, <laughs> what the hell is this? Okay, according to BuzzFeed, oh, that's God. my source. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> according to BuzzFeed, there are only six types of witches. Would you like to find out which type you are? I would love to. Yes. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. We're jumping right into it. I thought we were going to, I was actually planning on talking about a, a bunch of random stuff, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this stupid BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, <laughs> BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. I'm excited. I'm here for it. And I should, I want everyone to know that I'm not drinking alcohol. I just am a, a victim of mercury retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm, okay. You know what I forgot is... BuzzFeed makes you look at pictures. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to find another quiz. Okay. Okay. I like this one. Uh, it's by Beano.com. Beano, I- like the yeah, like the anti-toot stuff? Yeah. Okay. And I love it for that reason, plus Bean. Um, so it's what kind of witch are you let's find out what type of witch you are okay you like to use okay this just says one of question of 10 questions you like to use when you cast spells question mark okay this we're already off to an amazing start that's great um so your first option candles and starlight or sugar and spice or herbs and flowers, or water and salt. Yeah, because three of them work, basically. It's weird that it says sugar and spice immediately followed by herbs and flowers. I know. I'm, like, trying to choose between those two. I guess I'm going to go sugar and spice. Sugar and spice. Okay. Where is your favorite place to hang out? The top of a mountain, a cozy kitchen, a green garden or by the ocean? I feel like this is going to be a very clear answer here. Yes. Um, definitely, it's going to be my kitchen. Yep. <laughs> okay. We should, we should try to take these quizzes for each other. Uh, what sort of animal would your familiar be? A bird, a cat, a rabbit, or a dolphin? What do you think it would be? Out of these 
four? Mm -hmm. A rabbit. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Yeah, uh, I would say a bird. <laughs> a bird, okay. But rabbits are really cool. <laughs> They're really cute. I'm a dog person, and it's not on there. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. Uh, what is your special skill? Astrological divination, cauldron spells, pagan rituals, or cleansing magic? Probably, um, probably cauldron spells. <laughs> okay. What is your perfect night with friends? Dancing under the stars, homemade food around a kitchen table, glamping in a field, and swimming by moonlight. <laughs> Okay, oddly, it's the third one. I really love Glamp glamping. Glamping in the field. Yes, you do. Okay. Which usually involves cooking food. Yeah. Yeah, glamping involves food. Okay, so what's your ideal way to travel? Broomstick, bicycle, by foot, or by boat? Hmm. Well, if I could travel by broomstick, it right. would be broomstick, but that's not an actual yeah. legal, you know, well, I mean, three of these things are possible. And one is like, is a it the pipe dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with bicycle. Okay. What's your greatest fear? <laughs> Mercury being in retrograde, <laughs> the oven timer not going off, climate change, or plastics. No natural disasters. Well, actually, I guess. I'm going to go with plastics. Plastics. Yeah. They're fucking terrifying. They are terrifying. They're inside of our bodies. As I know. Speak. Right now, I have plastic yeah. in my blood. Yeah. Ugh. And so is pesticide. Okay. Uh, anyway. What does your favorite spell do? Reveal your destiny. Make you feel warm and happy. Help you get over heartbreak. Or it makes you brave. Probably. Warm and happy. Okay. What is your favorite color? Silver, pink, green, or blue? I like three of those four. Um, I was just going to say that I can see you, and I'll, I see a lot of pink. Between your headphones and the top portion of your tie-dye shirt, It's there's a lot of pink going on. But it I do love be followed pink. by blue and green. Uh, yeah, I am wearing also pink pants, uh, but green <laughs> of those three is my favorite. Green. Okay. That's also my favorite color. What's your favorite accessory? A telescope, a rolling pin, a sun hat, or a snorkel? Ooh. Well, you can beat someone with a rolling pin, so I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. You could, you could fuck somebody up. Okay, so shocking, shocking I'm revelation. A, I'm a here. water witch. <laughs> <laughs> Amberly, I hate to break it to you, but you are a kitchen witch. What? Yeah. Who no. fucking knew? <laughs> You're a kitchen witch. You're a cozy being who loves spells, baking, and using your homemaking skills in a magical way. You protect and care for those around you with your nurturing ways, helping them to rest and feel safe. Well, that shocked the shit out of me. I, I know. know. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis right now. That's hilarious. Yeah, that one was like very clearly uh, set up <laughs> that way. Oh, okay. Well, since we're going to do that, I'm going to, can I ask you one? 
Yes, but I'm actually um, speed doing this exact same quiz. Okay. Just to see. Yeah, but totally ask me one. Let me just see. Oh, I got a cosmic witch. I can see that. It says you're a cosmic witch. You're a totally sparkling celestial being drawing your energy and magic from the stars. Horoscopes are your thing and you love starlight for spellcasting. You help people to understand their destiny. Okay. <laughs> what you got? I bet that that one would have been Teresa's. Mm. Teresa is a cosmic witch. For, Absolutely. for sure. Okay, so this is from Blessed Bee Magic. We're going to try this quiz out. It's I, also what type of witch are you? I'm not wearing it now, but I have one of their pentagram, I'm sorry, pentacle necklaces, and I absolutely love it. Which book on witchcraft would you read? Well, that's just a stupid question. Can I click all of them? Uh, would you do Inner Witch uh, by Gabriella Herstic? Okay. Which is a guide to the ancient craft. Um, Hedge Witchcraft by Harmonia Satin. Sale, Sally, uh, Juliet Diaz, Witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, mm -hmm. uh, or Wicca for One, The Path of Solitary, Solitary Witchcraft by Raymond Buckland. Uh, I'm going to pick Juliet Diaz, Witchery, because that out of those books, that is the one that I have actually already read. Fair. What is your go-to ritual for invoking your power? Mm. Uh, depends on my mood, the stars, and the moon. A full moon ritual. Whipping up a nourishing meal for yourself. Or your beauty routine is your ritual. I'm going to say full moon ritual because I actually do have a ritual I do for the full moon. The where I call back my power. Nice. Reclaim. Oh, okay. Uh, what's one misconception about witchcraft you wish you could dispel? Uh, we're all Wiccans and or fellow or follow the Wiccan read. Uh, you need to be part of a coven to be a witch. Mm -hmm. Magic is unnatural or magic requires complicated rituals and special tools. Uh, all of the above. They all, those are all stupid misconceptions. <laughs> Correct. Can you can you choose one that you hate more than the other three? Uh, magic is unnatural. Okay. What is in your cauldron? Water from a stream, rosemary, thyme, and a smooth stone? Ooh. Oh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, I made moon water in my special mug. Does that count? <laughs> or uh, a candle from my latest spell? Ooh. The first one or the last one? Water from a stream, rosemary tide, thyme, and a smooth stone, or a candle from my uh, last spell? What's uh, in it now? <laughs> ashes from my last spell. So I'll, I'll say a candle from my last spell. Okay. Do you belong to a coven? Uh, and there are four answers to that very <laughs> yes or no question. Um, we meet every first Monday on a Zoom call. Wait, for real? Yeah. That's very, <laughs> that's very close to what you and I do. I, know. <laughs> I usually practice alone, but occasionally meet up with friends for rituals. Um, okay. I prefer to fly solo, or sometimes I perform rituals with my family, but mostly it's me and the fairies. Oh, 
it's I prefer to fly solo, but sometimes we do get together with the coven and try to do a thing. So I usually practice alone, but occasionally meet up with friends for rituals. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. go with that one. Even though we we typically oh, end I was up making like... a ritual out of the entire day. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask for my email. I was like, fucking really? <laughs> But let me skip the step. Uh, it says, you, Margot, are a solitary witch. Oh. In case you were wondering. Uh, you, ex you prefer to explore magic and your relationship with the divine on your own. But that doesn't mean you won't find your way to a bonfire on Samhain with other local witches. Uh, solitary practice isn't just for people who are shy. There are many reasons to practice alone. Perhaps you're too far from a coven or you feel a deeper connection with energies in solitude. You are, somebody's got to hear her ringing the bell. Like, it can't just be me. Anyway, I'm sorry. You are the ultimate do-it-yourselfer, adaptable, resilient, and dedicated. Count your blessings and then conjure some more across all phases of life. I like that. With our best-selling solitary witch collection. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're having our fun, but I actually love blessed be magic and i love that website and i love their jewelry but yeah i do too I do that was too. a good description i like that i am a solitary yeah. witch um, i think it was perfect for you yeah um i found ask a witch oh cool well now that we know what kind of witches we are i feel like we're prepared to to do all the things to be better yeah. at our jobs as witches <laughs> for sure I was totally, you know, questioning whether or not I was, you know, qualified a kitchen witch, but yeah. Well, before this, I didn't even know who I was. That's right. And now I do. Thank you, Bina. Sorry, Entired. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? It was Bino, right? You know. <laughs> Bino and Blessed B. Yeah. Um, Okay, um, so this is from nylon.com. It's an article. What does it mean to be a witch? Oh. Uh, Ask a witch, a guide to modern witchcraft. Okay. So the first question, I'm going to keep it to the first part of the question because there's like seven questions in this one question. How do you figure out which practice is the right one for you? Is that an open-ended question? I'm sorry, is mm -hmm. that an open-ended question? It is. Oh, how do you figure out which practice is right for you? Assuming as in practice they mean um okay, so I can I can go further. Uh, this person was invited to a circle by a witch a, a witch and witch, a wiccan witch. Um but they're not sure if that's the practice they want. Uh, they were looking into solitary Wicca, green witchcraft, but they are stumped about their path. Oh, well, I say, <laughs> I say go to the circle and find out how it feels. Oh, okay. Because the, the best way to find out is by doing. That's right. So I would say pick up the solitary Wiccan book. There's many to choose from. Mm -hmm. Pick up the green witchcraft book. There's many to choose mm -hmm. from. And take your friend up on that offer to join that circle and find out which of those things makes you feel 
however it makes you feel and follow your instincts in that way because one of the hardest things for a lot of beginner witches to do is to go from learning to doing. Right. Yeah. It's really easy to just fill your mind up with all the information that you need. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes time to jump in and do the thing, they're, 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 they're filled with a lot of apprehension. And I totally right. understand that. So I say go to the circle. See how it feels. I like your answer better than mine. What were you going to say? Ask Bino. <laughs> sorry that kills me uh, no I like your answer that's great I like that answer yeah I um I I dipped my toes into trying to join a Wiccan coven very 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 early on in my practice and uh I basically came out of that experience feeling that it was not for me but I would never have figured that out for myself if I hadn't taken somebody up on their offer to come and join you know yeah, for sure. No, I agree. And I feel like it's, that's pretty uh, a pretty well-rounded approach to life. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There are an astounding number of which which are you quizzes on oh, yeah. the internet. And then there's a lot of um, types of which that I never even heard of before. There was like an ice witch and i was like okay do you if you incorporate a lot of ice into your spell work that doesn't your elsa. have to be an uh, oh elsa's an <laughs> ice witch oh shit i was just yeah. about to go on a tirade talking about how you don't need these labels la 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 but elsa's an ice witch uh, ice witches are a thing in, well, and in the leave world, <laughs> yeah. and the witch in uh, Narnia. Oh yeah, she was. Um, what was her? Did she have a title? I I can't remember. I don't remember either. It's been a long oh, time. Oh, and you know what? The witch slash queen from the second Snow White and the Huntsman movie. Oh yeah, uh, she was definitely a nice witch. And do I have that movie title wrong? It was well. The first one is the Huntsman, right? Yes. And then the second well, one is the first one is Snow White and the Huntsman, and the second one I think is just the Huntsman. Yes. Cold as ice. <laughs> too cold and too furious. <laughs> okay, I have my own question. Okay. Who is your favorite Disney witch? Oh. My favorite Disney witch is Maleficent a witch or is oh, she yeah. just, just a fairy? Because I have always loved her. She turns into a dragon. She turns yeah. into a dragon. Yeah, I totally think she's a witch. I always automatically go to the classics. Uh, I'm not as well versed in some of the brand new Disney movies. I would say like the first, the first of the newer witches that come to mind is like Mother Gothel from um, Tangled. And, oh, like yeah. Elsa, and like Elsa, um, but I immediately, my my brain immediately went to Maleficent. Well, that means that's probably correct. Okay, how about I yourself? like um, I like Mad Madam Mem. Oh, she's she's fantastic. She's also she's a fucking classic. hilarious. She's also a classic for sure. And I also love me some Ursula. Oh yeah, 
Ursula is a badass. I've seen some pretty amazing Ursula uh, Halloween costumes. I've many times I've almost been Ursula. I'm really predictable when it comes to my Halloween costumes. I went through a phase where I had a lot of fun and random Halloween costumes every year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I went through a historic phase. (laughs) We'll just skip that one entirely. And lately, I think I've been like a a witch, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. I've been a witch for Halloween for the past like five years. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I can just throw on. It, I basically dress how I wish I could dress all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm living my dream one time a year by being a full-on, fully embodied witch. And, yeah, and now it's become pretty much a tradition. Uh, like I change it up every year a little bit, but I'm I, I just dress like a witch. How about you? Do you have like a go-to costume? Um. I'm either a muggle or a witch, depending on how uh, creative I'm feeling. But usually it's a witch. Fucking muggles. Although I think my best last minute, I did not prepare costume that I've ever worn was a two. Like the number two? No. Oh. Like you went to the bed with a 10 and you woke up with a two. What? I just threw on my pajamas. I put lipstick on and like smeared it up my face and ratted up my hair. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a thinker. That's a thinker. Did you actually have anyone come up to you and tell you that they knew exactly what you were <laughs> and they were able to guess it? No, they had to ask. But... I was actually, it was one of the years that I, you know, I used to have this massive Halloween party when I lived in New Mexico, people would come from all over the state to come to my Halloween party. And then, you know, people would stay over, you know, I had an acre and a half, so people would camp on my back acre or whatever. That's awesome. Um, And I was so in preparation mode. I didn't even think for a second what I was going to be. And then it was like 30 minutes before people were supposed to show up. And I was like, fuck. So that's what happened. I'm going to be a two. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Necessity is the mother of invention. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like my, my most elaborate Halloween costume in the past. Because I, I, I like to do... As far as the makeup goes, like, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to get contact lenses. I'm going to try and make it as believable as possible. So I was an evil haunted doll one year. Ooh. And I had, like, the ridiculous curly Q hair with, like, the the short pixie bangs. And I had like porcelain. I did makeup on my face that made my skin look porcelain. And I had red contacts in and I did like a perfect little stupid, like pucker on my lips. And I had this like baby doll dress and um, like the white stockings and the Mary Jane shoes. But the, the real kicker was that I would sit down and I would sit down straight legged in a weird, uncomfortable position that made me look like I was somebody bent my legs and arms and put me on a chair stay that way as long as I could. <laughs> wow. Uh, people did not like it. Um, I mean, some people did, but other people were like, get away from me. 
that's the best reaction you could get when you try really hard on your costume, by the way. Yeah. I think my most elaborate was actually probably last year when I was a Viking. Nice. Had the makeup, did my hair, made my costume. Well, okay, kind of. I bought the costume and put it all together. I made my little shell chain thingy. And then, mm-hmm. like, the, the dress I bought was just flax, made out of flax. And I dyed it with uh, turmeric. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I just thought of something. Did you ever see the video? It's going around on social media. I think I must have seen it on Instagram or someone shared it in the Marco group. It was probably on TikTok and Facebook and all the places. But somebody throw it's, it looks like a bunch of college aged people or at least uh, early 20s. And somebody throws a Lord of the Rings party. So <laughs> the camera is panning across the party and Everybody is dressed as a beautiful elf. Like, it's just a bunch of extremely attractive people with pointy ears and, like, cool outfits on. And then (laughs) there's one one woman dressed as Gollum in, (laughs) like, a cute party dress. And it was absolutely incredible. Like, from the hair to the makeup, the face and the makeup, everything. As if real life Gollum had just slipped into a cute party dress and <laughs> went to a party. I love that person. I love yeah. that person. What are you going to be this year? Oh. Uh, so, guess. I think, are you going to be a fairy? <laughs> so at um at Anahata's purpose the first night uh was the snack time performance mm-hmm. um so anybody who was not in Anahata's purpose or doesn't even know what we're talking about it is a amazing um retreat in pennsylvania that takes place every september we went it was fantastic and um, every night, I mean, during the day, it is a wellness retreat. There's a lot of workshops you can take and the atmosphere and the setting is beautiful. You're in nature, so you can take workshops or you can like sit down, down by the river. Um, there's a lot of, it's just an amazing experience. And then every night, it's time to enjoy some music and it's, it shifts over into a music festival and it's, it's fantastic. So the first night was this band, uh, a Philadelphia area band called Snack Time. They're fantastic, by the way. It was such a good time. So we decided to get dressed up and eat snacks and have a great time. And I bought this floor length flowing skirt made out of like tulle, like dark Mm -hmm. green tulle. And it matched this amazing crown that our friend Phoenix from Dawn of the Phoenix made. She makes amazing like jewelry and crowns and Mm -hmm. all the things. Um, but I wore it just, just the one time. And it's this amazing skirt. So um, absolutely, I'm going to fucking incorporate that into my yearly witch costume. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so I'm going to be a witch again with a cool green skirt. <laughs> How about you? Um, I, I also am going to be a witch. But I was thinking this year I'm going to try and um, pull out my, like, 90s goth self be like a night like you know 
the craft goth witch Mm -hmm. like the craft Mm -hmm. sally wait i just got my witches mixed up like a like a like a dunce um nancy nancy yeah i'm gonna channel some crazy nancy shit i love that i love that I'm going to borrow my daughter's huge clunky uh, docks. I'm going to try, I think I'm going to try and go for the, you know, her, the last scene, the last, you know, when she's like fully yeah. embodied by her craziness, yeah. by, fully her, crazy. by her inner demon, monstrous self. Mm-hmm. I love, so I, I, I actually got to rewatch that recently and the scene where she, almost floats across the floor but her toes are still mm-hmm. touching and mm-hmm. she basically like sends that kid out the window with her mind so the first time i ever watched that movie i was too young to see it i snuck into the theater i was supposed to be seeing like jumanji or something like that i don't even know i'm not sure what movie i was supposed to be seeing but it was something along the lines of jumanji but i snuck into the craft and when that scene happened i, I mean i was very young i was like we're think we're talking like maybe 12 area. Yeah. So when that scene happened, I, <laughs> I remember thinking to myself like, Oh, I shouldn't have snuck into this movie. This is too much for me. This is intense. You know, <laughs> uh, but watching, rewatching it as an adult, I see that scene and I'm like, those shoes are fucking great. <laughs> so cool. Right. I love those shoes. I watched it. My, my dad, rented it for me from um, the local Hastings, which was kind of like a blockbuster, but it also had um, books and uh, CDs and tapes and, you know, music. Uh, So he rented it for me from my local Hastings. And I was living at Carlsbad Caverns National Park at the time. And uh, my dad was at work. And so I watched it home alone. And when it got to the part, the last part where she's like running from Nancy and she's in the metaphysical shop and they're in like the back room. That's really cool where you step on the the floor and like it ripples and then Nancy starts laughing and it like explodes into fire and everything. Yeah. I turned it off. I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) No. It was too scary. So I had to, I had to wait for my dad to come home so I could watch the rest of it because it was too scary for me. <laughs> Nancy was scary. <laughs> yeah, she got a little scary. She got a little scary at that. In the beginning, I was like, "Oh, she's the cool one," and then at yeah. the end, I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, she's not cool. She's mean. <laughs> yeah, and that last little bit when the two come up and they're like, "Hey, Sarah, if you want to ever call the corners or whatever." And then, like, the lightning strikes the tree and it falls, like, right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking God, great loves, movie. Kind of love 90s cheese. I love 90s cheese. Yeah. I was actually just... Okay, so um, there's a new movie that just came out on Netflix. It's not witchy. I apologize. I'm going to talk about something non-witchy. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's called Do Revenge. And it stars... Um, oh, I cannot think of this girl's name off the top of my head, but she is one of the stars of um, the show Riverdale. She plays Veronica on Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And also um, Maya Hawk is in it. And she is uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. She's also in Stranger Things. 
And um, so these two basically cook up a whole revenge scheme to get back at the people that wronged them in their past. And then it's it's very there's a couple like twists and turns in the plot. But the thing about the movie is it is so similar to the 90s movies that we watched when we were growing up. Like my husband actually sat and sat through the whole movie and watched it with me. And he was like. I cannot believe how much this feels like the nineties to, to, to what everyone is wearing to the music that's being played to just the overall like direction, tone and plot of the movie. It feels like a nineties movie. And I was like, yeah, you know what it feels like is if somebody took cruel intentions and, and clueless and, <laughs> oh clueless, my God. and clueless and cruel intentions had a baby. Um, and I gotta tell you, like, Okay, sure, it's not going to win an Oscar, okay? We're not talking about an Oscar-winning film here. But the movie was really enjoyable if you enjoy 90s teen films. That's funny. Do you see this loser? Yeah. (laughs) He's whining and wagging his tail. He's like, I'm sorry, I had to show you that. Um, So what was that movie called? Do Revenge. Do Revenge. I'm going to have to check this out. I love a good... It was just fun. Yeah. It was just, it was just fun. And everybody was dressed like the 90s. It was incredible. That's hilarious. So the scene in the craft when they're on the beach calling the corners. Mm-hmm. My little 90s uh, witch self like totally geeked out on that when we were doing the, the midnight moon ritual. Yes. Well, the thing about um, the craft is that they actually had someone, um, I can't think of the word, they were basically someone consulting, Mm -hmm. an actual witch consulting to help them try to make some of the scenes where they actually uh, depicted ritual and spell work look more realistic. Um, So the calling of the quarters, you know, like hail to the watchtowers of the east, powers Mm -hmm. of air, all that. Obviously, that's a real thing. That is that is a way that you can do that. That is the way some traditions do that. Um, And they actually brought in a consultant for that, which I thought was pretty interesting because we've all watched movies about witches and witchcraft where we were like, what is happening yeah, like the um, entire uh, series of Charmed, the first one, when they're like, Wicca, Wicca, Wicca. And it was like, mm. where? <laughs> what? Hey? <laughs> yeah. I wish that I could find somewhere that's streaming because I'm like on season seven or something and I've never finished that series. The old so. one? Yeah. It was on Netflix for a while, but it stopped streaming streaming on there. So oh, that's weird. It. I always think it's weird when, I guess, streaming services only get rights to certain things for periods of time. Yeah, and like to me, it's like Charmed is has been over for a couple decades. Right, I feel think. like it should be public domain by now. Yeah, you would think that it just be on Netflix forever, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Especially when it takes me forever to get around to watch something and then it's no longer available and someone expects me to pay for it. I'm like, no. There's so many streaming services. <sighs> I want to get AMC Plus. Um, I had it 
recently and then canceled it because anytime I'm not using one for a little while, I get rid of it because why, sh- why should I pay for it? Right. Now I'm going to get it again, though, because Interview with the Vampire, the series, is coming. I know. And I'm really excited about that. That looks really good. I am not, I mean, well, I've talked about it. I'm not an Anne Rice fan, but only because I read that one book and, and you explained to me that's the wrong book. Um, so I'm, I am going to try it out. But um, I loved that movie in the 90s. Uh, so I'm really excited about the new one. Because it, wasn't it like not really accurate to the book in the 90s? That uh, So... I'm, I'm trying really hard because it was a long time ago that I read the book and I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I don't think that the movie um, outrageously departed from the book. Mm-hmm. I do think that Anne Rice was not happy with the casting of the movie, specifically mm-hmm. about Tom Cruise. I don't think she was happy with the casting of Lestat. Um, I fair. know that. I know that as a fact um, to start. There is a chance that she maybe came around and was happy with it after the fact. And I hope I'm not screwing that information up and confusing it with other information, but she did not like the casting uh, initially. Okay. Uh, I don't think she had a problem with Brad Pitt because who the fuck? Who had a problem with Brad Pitt being in an interview with a vampire? Um, you know, that was, that was, you didn't like him as Louis? I don't like Brad Pitt. Oh, this podcast is over. Um, I'm also not a huge fan of Tom Cruise. Oh, well, that's, he's polarizing to say the least. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I, I don't not, like, I like Brad Pitt now. Like he has aged well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's, I mean, I've always been more into like the, the dorky guys, I guess, or like, I mean, the hardcore uh like goth guys you know i just like who's hard like who's hardcore goth though like i I just want to know i just need an example okay well okay i guess that's maybe not the right but like slash i had the biggest crush on slash um i mean talking about the guitarist from guns and roses yes okay yes I know. Um, I don't think I ever saw his face. <laughs> well, no, you don't. But when you do, then you're like, oh, wait, just kidding. But um, which I think is <laughs> he was just on a commercial the other day. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, skilled, though. Skilled. Oh, my God. That's why he's attractive. Um, and then I like I love uh, the lead singer of Disturbed. Who, mm. for some reason, is it David is his name? Cannot pic- cannot picture, and all that's going through my head right now is <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes. yes, I don't. I I can't. I can't picture. Well, he's that, bald, that um, and he has two um, lip rings. I forget what these fucking piercings are called on your bottom lip, uh, but he wears like the long piercings. All right. I'm just going to look him up. Yeah, you have to Google My it. phone's sitting right next to me, and I'm just like, I don't know what he looks like. So I'm just going to Google lead singer of... Just My husband looks, when he does not have a beard, he looks just like him. 
I really thought David that I was Draymond, gonna, that's right. I really thought I was gonna pull this up and be like, oh, but I honestly don't think I've ever laid eyes on this person before. You have a type. Well, I do. <laughs> and oddly I have a type. I have a type also. Uh neither uh slash or my ex husband match it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love I love me some David. David Draymond. He's a he's he a handsome like, man. He looks like somebody, but I just can't quite put my finger on who it is. All right. I don't All know. right. Okay. Should we talk about the future of the podcast? Sure. Uh, so Amberly and I were just going through um, trying to schedule out what's upcoming because, you know, uh, you have to do that. You have to know what is in the pipeline or else you'll lose your mind and scramble all over the place and yeah, you'll run, of run out of time and you'll feel like you'll never have time for anything. So we were talking about specifically how we have Sabbath specials for every Sabbath, but this is our first year together on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Obviously we're not going to do that after we've completed the wheel because, you know, I feel like we do kind of a deep dive into the Sabbaths and we, we have somewhat long episodes and that information is going to be good for a while, for a while. Mm -hmm. So we're going to depart from the Sabbath specials, uh, which is actually kind of nice because I really like doing the episodes and the interviews and it seems like we get into a groove and we have episodes, interviews, and it's like, oh, we have a Sabbath coming up. We have to do the special. So right. that's one thing. Um, it's going to make more time for more uh, fun episodes and interviews. And also the mini-sodes. The mini-sodes, um, as we've been doing them lately and so far, are spell work and ritual forecasts according to the moon. So mm -hmm. it's, it's very moon magic centric. What's the kind of spell work I should do this week according to where the moon is and what day of the week it is. So it's, you know, day of the week. It's all about timing, basically. Mm -hmm. But on the, in the same, uh, in the same case as with the Sabbath specials, once we complete a year of the minisodes, it's kind of, it's going to start to feel a little redundant. So we yeah. were also talking about departing from timing and diving into minisodes that explore another topic, like maybe herbal magic. So for the the next year, we might do minisodes and pick an herb and just do that or mm -hmm. crystals or um, colors, color magic. Oh, there's so many topics. A tarot card, you know. Uh, oh, Yeah. Yeah. So there's a That'd lot of topics to explore with the minisodes. So there's we're just thinking ahead and how we can keep the keep the content fresh and never fall into a rut where we're giving you kind of like repeat information. So that's right. something that we discussed today. And we scheduled our episodes out through the end of December. Yeah. Yeah, so we have pretty much a pretty good idea of what we're doing with our lives for a little while. Yeah, which is great. And um, part of the reason why I needed Margot in my life <laughs> was because she is so, uh, well, knowledgeable and wonderful, of course. 
Um, but I, I needed somebody to help me because I was like floundering for ideas. So it's nice to be able to have someone to throw ideas back and forth with. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit, Margo. Next What's... week is one year of Hearth and Hedge. Oh, you did start it after last year's Anahatas. Mm-hmm. September 27th. Wow. It's our, it's our one year birthday and our half birthday with Margo. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I still think about how Teresa said that um, the the podcast is a Libra. Scorpio. Scorpio? No, a Libra. A Libra. Sorry. I, so, I, I know my astrology. <laughs> a Libra. Yes, it's a Libra. So the cool thing about that is um, the podcast is a Libra. And when I started was in Aries season and Aries Mm -hmm. and Libra are sister signs. And Teresa actually pointed that out. And that's pretty interesting. I like it. I think it's great. Also, I always, I love Aries. I have an Aries rising. I, I fully, fully resonate with Aries, even though I'm also very much a Taurus. I get, I get Aries energy. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's, um, We've got that all squared away. We chose our next book, which I think we talked about last episode. Yeah, our next book club book, Protection and Reversal Magic, A Witch's Defense Manual by Jason Miller. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I got it on both Audible and Kindle, so I can listen to it and read it. I've never listened to a witchy nonfiction instructional book mm-hmm. on Audible. I don't know how well I'm going to like it. Uh, I've done it before. It So it really depends on the book. If it's a book that I'm going to be like really engrossed in, taking notes, putting post-it notes on the mm-hmm. pages, like... Maybe not the best, but if it's the kind of book where it's like purely informational, um, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to like insult anyone's book, but I'm. I'm. There really are some books that are like perfect for listening to. So, uh, what is the one? Is it called American Witches? And it's like a history of um, mm-hmm. witch trials in the United States. Yeah. So this is basically a history lesson. Those right. are the perfect types of books to listen to. Yeah, because it's food for thought uh-huh. versus like instruction. Right. Try try this ritual. Try this method. You know what you can still do. And I know a lot of people who listen to almost all the books they read because they just can't find the time to read right. the traditional way. So they have to listen to a book while they're doing other things, and it works for them just fine. So I guess it depends on the person. Yeah. So I listen to. Most of my Pez books, like my fun books, um, like I just finished Practical Magic and listening to that, which was great. Now I'm listening to uh, Cushiel's Dart, which I don't love the narrator, mm-hmm. but I've listened to a full series with this narrator before. So you eventually get used to her, but um, yeah. yeah. But most of like my instructional books, I write in the margins or I put post-it notes or, you know, that's why I'm like, maybe I'll listen to it 
and then just notate, oh, I need to remember that part or Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll be great because I'll have both formats. Maybe I'll retain it better. Yeah. Sometimes if I feel like I want to do a deep dive into a book and I don't, and I'm pressed for time, I'll do both. I'll listen Mm -hmm. and read and just depending upon which, which method is more effective and convenient for me when I have the time. So what do you think? Should we wrap this up and go feed ourselves? I think we should. I think we should. I'm sure my family would be appreciative. Can I pre-order COD? Call of Duty. That's what my son just... Oh. Yeah, I was like, COD? Gross. (laughs) It's like the least... I don't like COD at all. Mm. So you don't like Buckala? I don't know what that is. But if it has cod in it, I'm going to go yeah, with no. Yeah, it has cod in it. So does bacalaito. Mm. Well, I mean, maybe if it's heavily seasoned. I don't know. I just... Cod has a weird flavor to me. Which cod is used in almost everything. You know? Like fish and chips made with cod. But I don't ever cook with it at home. I make... my cod. <laughs> Um, I, I, if I'm going to do a whitefish, it's going to be like flounder I yeah. like flounder. or catfish or any mm. fucking other fish than cod. I'm not a big catfish person. That's understandable. They're kind of muddy. Yeah. Ooh. But they're, they're really good for fish tacos. Yeah. I actually find that I haven't tried a fish that I don't like in fish tacos. Except for cod. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up and let's go eat dinner. All right, let's go eat not cod. Eat not cod. Yes. All right. Thanks, friends, for for joining us uh, for this. Thank you for joining us. This Autumn interesting eat. Torian tirade. Chaotic. I wasn't very tirade Yeah, I feel like, well, uh, you know what? It's like, it's the first day of fall. It's that first, like, beginning of the dark season where we just kind of, like, shift into chill mode. Mm-hmm. I did just kind of tirade about cod, though. <laughs> in a very calm manner. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I'm hungry, so it always it can go in two different directions. When I'm hungry, I either lose energy and just kind of like peter off as far mm-hmm. as existence is concerned, or I go into a hangry rage and uh, I'm petering off, which is probably the best thing for for this occasion. Correct. I agree. I don't know how I would feel about the other one. Uh, I'd still love you though. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Next week, we're going to have some some stuff to talk about. <laughs> and it's going to be cool. It's going to be great. So All right. We'll in. see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>
crap, that was so loud in my own ears. I forgot that I could hurt myself with my own burps. And I burped right into the microphone like a dummy. And I blew my fucking ears open. Sorry. I'm sorry to myself. I'm sorry to myself.